0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's great to see these familiar faces and so good to be back. I want to give the three points at the beginning of the sermon and then we'll begin to unpack the three points. The first point is is that we have the very high honor of being called by God to continue the ministry of Jesus here and now in our own life and collectively in the life of St. Francis Parish. That's the first point. The second point is, is that we cannot accomplish that very high honorable calling of continuing the ministry of Jesus apart from the same spirit that anointed and filled Jesus in his own day and time in and around Galilee and Nazareth and Jerusalem. We can't do it in our own human ingenuity and efforts and activities. It has to be by the Spirit of God. That's the second point. The third point is that we need each other. We need the gifts, the contributions, and all of the aspects of the different people coming together to make up the body of Christ here in order to become everything God calls us to be and in order to accomplish everything God calls us to accomplish. That's the third point. Maybe I should just sit down like Jesus did, uh, and that would be the end of the sermon. But uh, I think I need to explain it a little bit more. We just heard in our gospel story that Jesus, after his baptism after being anointed with the spirit, after the father saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, listen to him. And after his temptation in the bare Judean wilderness, facing that big question, am I going to do this ministry God's way and in faith and humility, or am I going to do it the devil's way which is the wrong way indeed. And Jesus already passed that test. So filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus begins his ministry in the Galilee and finally ends up as the hometown boy in Nazareth, in that synagogue that he grew up in, that he learned the word of God, he learned about the worship of God. He is back in that synagogue at Nazareth able to read from the scrolls on that Sabbath day, as was his custom. I was just in Nazareth in a reconstructed synagogue, actually made by hand in the same way that it would have been made in the first century. It was fascinating. It wasn't really a lot bigger than our chapel, uh, but it's a, a marvelous thing to close my eyes and just think about that reconstructed synagogue And to picture Jesus reading from the scrolls and then going to sit down and the stair stair step seating on all the sides, Jesus took his place and the entire eyes of the synagogue were focused on him. He just got through saying that the spirit of the Lord is upon me and has anointed me to preach good news to the poor and release to the captives and sight and recovery for the blind and to announce the the jubilee the great favor of God the great favor of the Lord and then he sat down and everyone is looking at Jesus wondering what's going to happen next and Jesus says today in your hearing all of this is being fulfilled amazing Jesus was reading from a messianic passage in Isaiah about the work of the Messiah, the ministry of God's anointed one, which will herald the salvation of God. And Jesus is telling the people that your hometown boy is in fact the king, (laughs) the anointed one, the Messiah, who is enacting God's kingship and kingdom here and now. Well, we won't go any further because we don't have time. The passage stops, and I think we're going to pick that up next week. But the point is, is that Jesus finally left that synagogue, continued in his ministry for another three years, but then was crucified. And he laid buried. Of course, the good news is, is that God raised him from the dead, transcending death and sin. And then... His spirit and ministry continues. We have the coming of the spirit. And now everyone who is baptized into Christ Jesus, who is anointed with the same spirit that Jesus also was anointed with, that's you and me. All of us have received that same spirit that Jesus had And it's our high calling that we continue in our own day and time the ministry of Jesus here and now. That's what we're called to do. And I think we should just let that sit in a little bit. Because many people have ideas about what the church is, why they're involved in the church, why they're coming to church or not coming to church, what happens at the church And of course, it's dynamic and multifaceted, but at the center of it, you and I, as baptized members of the body of Christ himself and anointed people with the same spirit of Jesus are called to carry on the ministry of Jesus here and now. That is an exciting calling, an exciting prospect. And we do it in a number of different ways. We do it in a number of different ways here at St. Francis. But just let that sit in. That's what is happening. That's what we're called to do. And if you're bored with life, I can't imagine something more exciting than being a part of God's program, his king's program, his kingdom, the ministry of Jesus and spreading his word and will and blessing and love to all people. What could be more exciting than to be involved in that? And the truth is, we are involved in that, whether you know it or not. Well, let's go on to this next point. We have to do it in and through the Spirit of God. I don't know what your relationship is with the Holy Spirit. I hope that it is it is a relationship that is growing and unfolding. We don't need to be afraid of the Holy Spirit. We don't need to be worried about the Holy Spirit. What we do need to be is humble and open to the Spirit to come inside of us in our souls our minds our hearts our wills our bodies totally open to the gift and the flow of god's spirit because there's no way that we can accomplish all that we're called to do apart from the spirit of god we could probably be successful people we can be nice people We can have good jobs. We can have good homes. We can do things because God has given us uh, minds and to think with and wills. And so we're able to do a lot of things. But apart from the spirit of God, we can never fully accomplish what God wants for us, what God calls us to. And that's just something that I think that we just have to accept, that we need the spirit of God. So don't wait until you're in trouble or that you've run out of gas, or that there's some problem to call on the Holy Spirit. We shouldn't think that way. We shouldn't think, well, I'll accomplish it in my own human strength until I run out of gas, and then I'll say, God, help me. No, we should begin every day calling upon the power and the gifts, the energy, the wisdom, the life of the Spirit to help us in what we do every single day. Even if it's a mundane, normal day where not much happens. But God is with us every day. Well, we are spreading the news of God's salvation. And God's salvation is multifaceted, it's a, a huge subject. It's not just the forgiveness of sins, but that's a part of it. But it's about healing, it's about transformation, it's about becoming a new humanity in Christ. It's about blessing all people. It's about restoration. It's about so many things. And so here at St. Francis, many of us are involved in worship. That's a form of salvation because people are coming into the worship of God. Many of us are involved in uh, teaching others. There's healing that goes on. There's outreach that goes on, touching the lives of other people, blessing them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So all these different aspects, the things that we're doing are part of the ministry of Jesus, part of what we're called to do. And the last point is, is that we need to do it together. We need each other. Paul's point in uh, this epistle is, is that Even though we have a number of different members, we're actually one body of Christ. And even though there's a variety of different people and situations and personalities that surround us, we share the one Holy Spirit. None of us has our own personal Jesus. None of us has our own personal Holy Spirit. We may have a personal relationship with Jesus and the Spirit, but that takes place at the same time that each one of you has a relationship with Jesus and the Spirit, and none of us is able to walk off with Jesus and the Spirit all on our own. We share God in communion with one another. And that's very important. And because that's true... Each person has a gift, an ability, a contribution, or some aspect of their personality that engages the body. And each person's gift or contribution or mind or heart is just as important as the next. That's another thing that Paul is trying to teach us. So we should never say, oh, they really don't need my help over there. What could I possibly do for them? No. Each person is valuable, honorable, respectful, and necessary for us to do all that God is calling us to do. So whatever your contribution, whatever your work, whatever your ministry, whatever you're doing or contributing... Just know that you have your part to play in making the body of Christ in its fullness here to accomplish what God is calling us to do. Now, we're about to begin this new year. We are in the middle of 2016 in January. We have the whole next year ahead of us. I'm asking that you all will pray along with me that the Holy Spirit will reveal in our hearts what it is we're supposed to be doing here at St. Francis. What is the next thing that we're supposed to expand or begin? What ministry are we to be involved in? Where is God working so we can join God's work and be a part of what God is doing? And so I truly am asking, this is not a rhetoric This is a real ask that this year, especially in the coming months, we would ask that God through his Holy Spirit would communicate to us what it is we are to do next at St. Francis. We have a high calling, an honorable calling to continue the ministry of the anointed one because we too have been anointed with that spirit in baptism We can't do this on our own. We need the Holy Spirit's power and wisdom to accomplish what we're called. And the good news is, is that we're going to do all of this together. And I think that it actually could be fun. That maybe is the most important point. It's very serious what I'm talking about. I hope you feel that way. I feel that way. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. And what we have to accomplish in the Lord's name can and will be fun. Amen.